Hallelujah. God is good. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you have chosen this as a, an avenue to communicate to us your love. We thank you that this is a, an avenue that you chose to communicate who you are, who we are. And Father God, I thank you that right now that you are giving us understanding of your word. The Holy Spirit that you teach us, counsel us, guide us. That you lead us into all truth. We know that's who you are. So as we're receiving your word this morning, we thank you that our hearts are able to receive it. We thank you, Lord God, that you're speaking to us personally, individually, that we would pull and draw from the wealth of your word, the wealth of your knowledge. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you would, if you would turn with me to Isaiah in chapter 40. Thank you, Lord. We're going to see a, some, uh, some things that the Holy Spirit was speaking this morning is going to, is tying in right with what God has planned for today. Amen. In Isaiah chapter 40. In this time frame that we're reading this, God needed to comfort his people. Amen. He needed to speak to his people to give them some comfort, something to hold on to, promises to help to uplift them, uplift them in in their spirits and uplift their countenance to help to give them some hope. Amen. Amen. So verse one, it says, comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned. For she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare Excuse me. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Hallelujah. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. The voice said, cry out. And he said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass. And all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The The grass withers. The flower fades. Because the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades. 
but the word of our God stands forever. O Zion, you who bring good tidings, get up into the high mountain. O Jerusalem, you who bring good tidings, lift up your voice with strength. Lift it up, be not afraid, says the cities of Judah. Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God shall come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are young or are with young, who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, measured heaven with a span and calculated the dust of the earth in a measure. Weighed the mountains and scales and the hills in a balance. Who has directed the spirit of the Lord or as his counselor has taught him? With whom did he take counsel and who instructed him and taught him in the path of justice? Who taught him and showed him the way of understanding? Behold, the nations are as a, ba- a drop in a bucket and are counted as small dust on the scales. Look, he lifts up the isles as a very little thing. And Lebanon is not sufficient to burn, nor its beasts sufficient for a burnt offering. All nations before him are as nothing. And they are counted by him less than nothing and worthless. To whom then will you liken God? Or what likeness will you compare to him? The workman molds an image. The goldsmith overspreads it with gold. And the silversmith casts silver chains. Who is too impoverished for such a contribution? Chooses a tree that will not rot. He seeks for himself a skillful workman to prepare a carved image that will not totter. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them out like a tent to dwell in. He brings the princes to nothing. He makes the judges of the earth useless. Scarcely shall they be planted, scarcely shall they be sown, scarcely shall their stock take root in the earth. When he will also bow on them, I'm sorry, blow on them, and they will wither. And the whirlwind will take them away like stubble. To whom then will you liken me, or to whom shall I be equal? says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these things, who brings out their hosts by number. He calls them all by name. 
By the greatest of his might and the strength of his power, no one is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? And my just claim is passed over by my God. Have you not known, have you not heard, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary? His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up like wings, they should mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Just want to tell you this morning that the Lord is speaking to us and telling us to look at who He is. Look at all that He's created. Our God is magnificent. Our God is is so awesome in power. He's His under his his knowledge his the wealth of wisdom is so uncomparable his goodness is uncomparable who he is there's nothing on earth that can even com- compare to him amen i love this verse right here but those who wait on the lord shall renew their strength if you could bring this up in the king james version or the new king james version Okay, those who wait on the Lord, I want to look at this for a minute. Those who wait on the Lord, what does that mean to you? You don't have to answer, reply. I'm just want to ponder, say la, think about this. Those who wait on the Lord. Those who wait on the Lord. You know, this is a, a, a place right here that we need to just take a moment. This is like one of the verses when we read, think about it. Don't just pass by. What does this mean to you? Those who wait on the Lord. This word wait in the Hebrew means call vol. There's a few different descriptions of this of this meaning. But a couple words that I want to pull out. Look patiently. Wait for, wait on, wait upon. But those who I want to say, if I can change these implications here, but those who look on the Lord, those who look patiently on the Lord, those who are waiting on patiently on the Lord, those that are taking time that have an expectation, 
that are, that are focusing their heart, their intentions, their mind, their spirit on the Lord. Those that are making a point, those that are taking that effort to just wait, to just look, to just have a moment to listen for the Lord. Those that are making that time, you hear this? Those that are making that time to wait on the Lord for a response, for him to speak, for him to, to just talk to you in the stillness, in that quiet place. Shall renew their strength. We need to take time, and I believe this, that the Lord is speaking to us right now. The Holy Ghost, by the Holy Spirit, take, take more time. There needs to be more time of this, what we saw demonstrated this morning, Pastor. What we saw this morning, to come into that place of that worship, of our hearts just pouring out before him, and just wait upon him. To allow him to speak to our hearts. How did God speak to us corporately this morning? Through, uh, through singing and tongue. Through the encouraging words that we were hearing after praise and worship. After that moment of that Selah moment. But what God wants to do is use this as an example for us to take for our homes in our homes, to take in our quiet place. But individually, we need to take this, this, uh, this example, not that it was just for example's sake, but what God is saying is use this as a, as a sample, as a guide for what we have in our homes. Amen? A template. Take the time to worship him. You know, we all need this individually. Amen? Amen. We all need to take this individually and apply this. Go before the Lord and worship. Come to that place where we're not just moving on just to go through the motions, have worship time and continue on to the, the next thing that we have to take care of. Hold back. Pump the brakes. Just say love. Worship him. Come before him and allow him to speak to you. Allow him to minister to your heart. Amen. <clears throat> but those who wait on the Lord shall renew. Yeah, this uh, um, Hebrew word here is kolaf. And it, says, it means this, to alter change. This is one of the meanings that is, is describing what this kolaf is. Renew. To alter change. You know, we all need a constant upgrading. Amen? <laughs> Our weaponry our tools 
are constantly needing upgrade. Amen? Our weaponry of the Spirit, our tools that God has given us, our gifts that God has given us, those tools that He uses through us, all need to be upgraded, all need to be sharpened, to be uh, made new again so that they're fresh and, you, and, and that God is able to use them effectively. Amen? Amen? But we all need altered change. Amen? I love this because when we allow the Holy Spirit, he, he begins to unfold things in our hearts and our, in our minds, in our spirits. Our, our minds are just open up to the word to understand. And it's so cool because when we dig in, and this is what God wants us to do, is to dig into the word. Yes, he does. Dig into it so that he can expound and just pull things out to help you see deeper, to see, see greater in things of the word. Amen. Amen. But our time with him is so precious and so important. You know, uh, Elena had mentioned about that, the two lines that were, you know, kind of facing off and the one line that is typically domineering holds its ground and won't relent. Amen. Amen. He won't, he won't pull back. He'll hold his ground until the other gives in. You know, that's the kind of, uh, I want to say, toughness that we need to develop. That tenacity. That, that won't let go. That won't give in. That won't just allow the enemy to push us over. Amen? Amen. But it's going to take constant renewing of our strength. It's going to take constant waiting upon the Lord. It's going to take a constant daily t- uh, moment, time, that frame of, of time in our own lives that we have to allow him to just give us strength. Give us strength through speaking to us. Give us strength through his word. Give us strength through that quiet time of him speaking to our heart. Because it could just be that one moment, that one word, that one sentence that gives us the strength that we need for that day. The strength for the things that we've been battling. The strength that we need to just help us push through and to to get through that time. And for the things to come. Amen. Amen. But like that line, we have to dig in, hold our ground. We lose strength if we don't take, if we don't wait on the Lord, if we don't take that time to look patiently upon him, to spend time with him and allow him to speak to us. Amen. But we will lose strength if we're not waiting upon the Lord. Because our strength needs to constantly be renewed. Constantly be renewed. Amen? I find this pretty interesting because when you look up this Hebrew word for strength, it's, it's pretty interesting because one of the meanings that pop up about this is chameleon. Koach is the actual Hebrew word. Some of the meanings mean this, to be firm. Vigor. Here's the meaning. 
concerning this. Also from its hardiness, a large lizard, ability, able, chameleon, force, fruits, might, power, strength, substance, wealth. But I thought this was pretty interesting because me, I like to see this whole chameleon thing. Like, what is this all about? God, why did you put this in, in this, <laughs> this meaning? You know, we all know that chameleons change colors. A lot of people feel like that. You know, the chameleons change color to help to blend in, to avoid predators and things of that nature. But there's other people that also think that, that the change of colors is because of the mood of the chameleon. But the point that what we see from this word drawing out, this animal is actually an animal that is able to just withstand a lot and endure a lot of of, of uh, uh, changes, uh, but any like attacks that are coming at it, it's adorable animal. But one thing that I really sat there and I was thinking about, I was like, God, what do you, what, what is it about this that you're wanting to, to pull out this word strength? What really stood out to me, I started digging in by the way, about the whole chameleon, looking into it, reading, researching all that stuff. But what the Holy Spirit was saying was fruit. That word fruit is what was the pinpoint. If I could say it was like, that's where the highlight was. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their fruit. I thought that was interesting because a lot of times when we can kind of see how people or we can kind of see ourselves and where we are based on our fruit. You know, if your, if your strength is getting weak, we could kind of see it. And I'm going to say, this is like a telltale sign. Where's your fruit? What does your fruit look like? A lot of people might be thinking, all right, or some might be thinking fruit. Okay. What fruit? Let's turn here and let's take a look here in Galatians chapter five. Galatians chapter five, and we're all probably familiar with this and some may not be familiar with this scripture. I actually want to begin here. I'm looking, I'm going to read from, this is the message version because this kind of puts it very plain, very clear for me. I love it because it gives a a different description of the uh, translation from King James version. But the message version says this. Now I want to say this, when we're talking about fruit, we know that there's fruit of the spirit. Amen. Amen. We all, yes, amen. amen. There's nine fruit of the Spirit. And here's the flip side to this. There's nine fruit of the Spirit that come via Holy Spirit working on the inside of us, helping us to be like Christ, amen. amen. On the flip side of that, there's other fruit that may be showing within us or coming through our actions, which replicate who the enemy is his desires, what he's trying to pull out of us to get us away from Christ. Amen. Amen. You guys with me? Yeah. There's good fruit. There's bad fruit. 
The message version, verse 19, says this. It's obvious what kind of life develops out of trying to get your own way all the time. Repetitive, loveless, cheap sex, a stinking accumulation of mental and emotional garbage. Frenzied and joyless grabs for happiness. Trinket gods. Magic show religion. Paranoid loneliness. Cutthroat competition. All-consuming yet never satisfied once. A brutal temper. An impotence to love or be loved. Divided homes and divided lives. Small-minded and lopsided pursuits. The vicious habit, habit of depersonalizing everyone into a, revive, or into a rival. Uncontrolled and uncontrollable addictions. Ugly parodies of community. And it says, I could go on, and this is just the message version of Paul's description. This isn't the first time I have warned you, you know. If you use your freedom this way, you will not inherit the, God's kingdom. But what happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives, much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick, thing, stick with things. A sense of compassion in the heart. And a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. I love that. That is such an awesome description. A conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. Hallelujah. But I believe this is that we can take a look at the fruit in our own lives. What have our desires been? What have our actions been like? What do our actions reflect? And I just want to say this. If our actions are reflecting bad fruit, that means our strength is weak. Amen? Amen? If our actions are reflecting God character, uh, the Holy Spirit at work in our lives, that means our strength has been renewed. Are you hearing me? But most important thing that we all have to take is it takes time. It takes that time, that personal time, that, that Isaiah 40, 31, that we all have to wait upon the Lord. Wait upon the Lord. Seek his face, seek his heart. And it's so difficult for all of, for most people to just take that time to wait patiently. 
Amen? Why? Because that's our society. Trying to hurry, 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 hurry. Get to the next thing, get to the next thing, get to the next thing. Got to get this done, got to get this done, got to get this done. Got to get this done, got to accomplish this, got to get things moving, 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 moving. The word is so different. Because it instructs us that those who wait patiently, that means stop all the busyness, lay things aside, and just wait upon the Lord. Come quietly before him. Have that moment for him to speak. Amen? And if I could say this, there's been times I've... I've been reading, I've been praying, I've been worshiping, I've come before the Lord, and it was just silence. Did I get the response or the answers that I wanted at that moment? No. But I love the illustration we've heard from pastor, we've heard from other people. Yes, maybe it's that moment where God is like playing that hide and seek and wanting to see how hard you're wanting to seek after him. Or are you just trying to get that, that fly-by fast food? <laughs> are you really seeking after his heart? Been in them times, been in those moments where I was ho- hoping to get that, that quick answer, but yet I just had silence. But the point that I was making in that time and in that there was a purpose that I realized that I needed to come before the Lord so that my strength could be renewed. Just that, that, that coming before him and worshiping and reading and praying is so important because it puts our heart in a perspective that we're seeking, that we're seeking, that we're seeking, that we're seeking. We might not have that answer at the moment that we want. But in the seeking, in the seeking, in the seeking, God renews. God changes the attitude of our hearts, changes the, the reflection and the thoughts and the, what's happening internally in our spirit, man, and what's going on. And God will change things to get our perspective, our, our mindset, our heart and everything in the right place so that maybe the answer that he gives us, we're able to handle. Amen. God knows and he's, he knows what we need when we need it. But it comes through waiting upon the Lord. So that our strength, our heart, our spirit, this candle of the Lord is being renewed, strengthened. Amen. So that God can strengthen this. So that the fruit of my heart, the fruit of what's on the inside of me, not what we may pretend and we may, you know, throw some good actions and good deeds to try, you know, put a cosmetic thing over who we are, but to really allow the inside, our heart, our the deep matters within us, changes. Amen.
I believe all of us have to take that time Amen. to really evaluate, really look at what, 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 are we, what are we doing? Are we putting on a cosmetic front? Just flying into the barbershop and the cos, you know, cos, cosmetic place and getting the stuff? Or are we just covering up what's really going on the inside just by showing up to a building, raising our hands? What's happening deep with inside of us? God knows. And God wants to renew, renew, renew. Bring the change that is needed. It's only going to come by our time with him. Amen. Amen. I love the moments like we had this morning because it changes. There's, there's a joy and there's, you know, things that are, you know, just kindled on the inside of us, but it's a great feeling. We need more. We need depth. We need strengthening of our roots, strengthening in the word of God, strengthening in prayer, strengthening in worship time like we saw what we had, that taste. But we need strength, vigor, to be able to be like that line, to hold its ground. And it's only going to come through what? Waiting on the Lord. We can play Christian. We can play, you know, this is, you know, the holy part and looking good and all that stuff. But what's going on on the inside of us? Have we been waiting on the Lord? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, I ask you that you would just minister to us right now. Speak to our hearts. Allow us to be located so that we can understand the changes that we need to make. That Holy Spirit, we would be able to see, acknowledge where we're wrong. And God, that we would do the necessary things to make the change personally, that we would take it, take that initiative to bring about change in our lives. And that's by seeking you, by seeking you, Lord, with all of our heart. To come before you, God. Holy Spirit, counsel us. Thank you, Father God, for Holy Spirit. If everyone here would, would stand for a moment. Just lift your hands, begin to worship. Begin to worship Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you, Lord.
We praise your name, Jesus. We praise your name, Jesus. Lord, you're holy. Lord, you're worthy. You're so holy, Lord. You're so holy, Lord. Jesus, we worship you. We give you honor. We glorify your name, Jesus. Our Lord, our Savior, Master, Creator, and yet friend. Lord, you're so good to us. You're so patient with us. We ask you, God, right now that you would just forgive us for anything that we've done wrong, Lord, in your sight. Cleanse us and wash us this morning right now. That by your spirit that you're beginning to go in and cleanse the areas in our lives that need to be cleansed. That God, that you're doing something sovereign right now, that you're moving in our, in our hearts, that you're moving in our thoughts, that you're con- just consuming every depth of our being. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would bring the change necessary, that you would allow us to, to just expound and just that there would be depths of your, of your word, depths of your understanding, just, just un- un- unfolding on the inside right now, bringing the necessary change. God, I ask you right now that you would just allow your winds to blow. Allow your wind to blow over us. That, God, that you would bring that necessary change. That we would have new life, new breath, new hope, new vision, new, God, new uh, just direction in Jesus' name. That, God, that we would come back into that place of hungering, thirsting after you. That, God, our long desire is just to seek your face. God, we want revival in this land. We want revival in this country, in this nation. But God, would you just begin that revival in our own hearts? We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. Just with your own voices, your own, with your hands lifted, just begin to continue worshiping him. Just let your heart pour out to him. If you lose words to say, just begin to pray in tongues. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You're wonderful, Lord Jesus. Magnificent, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'm not trying to hurry up and move on. I just want to stay in this place. Just stay worshiping Him. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus.
We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. I believe this is that the Holy Spirit is just, do, just speaking to you as you are worshiping. So just lift up your voice. You can bring your voice up. Begin to worship. Just begin to worship him. Tell him who he is. Hallelujah. My king. My lord. My Savior. Jesus, you are the Lord of all. Yes, Lord Jesus. You're my shepherd and king. Yes, Lord Jesus. We hallow your holy name, Jesus. Forever will bring. We purpose to wait on you, God, every day. We want to hear and obey. We hear what you're saying to us, oh God. want to ask this, if there's anyone here that that has any sickness in your body and that you've been believing God for healing, you've been believing God for a change physically, if you would, if you'll come on up. Amen. You can come on up here. I just want to lay hands on you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. I thank you for your anointing in this place. That your presence is here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Anyone else that you need just healing in your body? You want that prayer of faith, prayer of agreement? Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Everyone, just continue to worship and lift your hands. Amen. We worship you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you for confirming your word with signs following. When you think about a church, I'm just so blessed. I had no idea what Pastor Tim was inspired to bring to us today. It was like, usually signs follow the word. And it was a combination of the word and then signs following. And the word again confirming.
stretch your hands out if you don't need prayer. Just for the one who needs the prayer. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you right now for your anointing in this place. We thank you for your anointing that breaks yokes of bondage, that breaks yokes and deliverance, and brings that deliverance needed, Father God. Thank you, Father God, that your hand, your your hand is upon those that are up here. Thank you, Father God, that your healing touch is just flowing through them right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are working through them, working in their heart, in their being, physically. Father God, that you know what they need. That Lord God, that you're our healer, Jesus, our healer. We thank you, Jesus, that you are touching right now. Touching them physically, touching them emotionally. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for healing Gracie's eyes. Thank you for the healing, God. Jehovah Rapha. I thank you, Lord, for clarity. Lord, my healer. In Jesus' name. Jehovah Rapha. Christ, our healer. In Jesus' name. Jehovah Jesus Rapha, in Jesus' name, the Lord did, our healer. Did you have healer. problems with uh, clarity? Seeing, seeing Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our health. Jehovah Rapha, Christ our healer. Jehovah Rapha. Stripes made whole in Jesus' name. By the stripes of Jesus, grace is healed. By your stripes we're healed. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I hope you can take a step Your healing is our portion, Lord. We stand on your promises this morning as a body of believers, believing 
That when one suffers, we all suffer. When one is honored, we rejoice. Let the miracle occur. Never same. We believe for your goodness, your power, God. Lord, finish it. We believe, God, your power flowing through our spine right now. Come on, guys. How many want to see results? We want to see the fruit of the root, Lord. Your word says healing is the children's bread. Your word says that when the people of Israel left Egypt, there was not one feeble among them. Father, we're believing for that, for this house. There would be not one feeble among us. Come on, anybody in agreement with that this morning? Jesus.
Your power flow from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. In Jesus' name. Jesus. And that by your stripe, Jesus, he is healed. Commanded to leave his body now. Jesus' name. just lift our hands for a moment. Father God, we thank you for this day that we've had in your presence. We thank you, Father God, for this time that we've had together in fellowship here with you and with each other. Father, we thank you that every time that we come together, there's an expectation for your presence to fill this place, to fill our hearts, that God, that your anointing is flooding our very being, that our spirit spirit man is being awakened and that God that you are bringing a fresh life fresh breath into our hearts into our spirits that God that we are alive that we're full of joy full of the joy of the salvation that we've received we thank you father God that you're causing us to be ignited with passion ignited with fire ignited with a hunger to see others touched by your love touched by your passion touched by your power so God I thank you that as we leave this place today that God that you would just continue to increase an awareness a sensitivity to your anointing, a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit on the inside, that God, that we would go out as your light, go out as the salt of the earth that you've called us to be, that God, that we would touch other people's lives, touch other people with your love, touch other people with your compassion, that God, that you would just allow the very nature that who you are would rise up on the inside of us in Jesus name. So I ask God that as, as we leave this place, that you will bless the people, bless them with your anointing, bless them with your power, bless them Lord God, with your goodness. Bless them, Lord God, with a hunger and a passion. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You're dismissed. Amen. Amen. Greet one another. Take a few moments to fellowship or just engage with somebody that you didn't come with that you don't see regularly. You are the body of Christ. Piano stuff, right?
God bless you, beloved.